I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Another weekend has come and gone. Another episode of This Just In hitting your podcast feed. How you doing, Footy Primers? Happy to be back. I'm Brennan Dunlop with James Sharman, Craig Forrest, and Jimmy Brennan returns to the Sunday night show. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? I feel like we haven't spoken in weeks. No, I'm good, guys. Don't, don't forget, I was, I was here during the week. Um, and it's funny that you bring this up because I wanted to bring it up. I was at my son's game, okay, and... Uh, we were in Etobicoke. It was Aurora FC, U14s playing High Park. Very good game. Aurora won. And I had a number of people come over to me, obviously big fans of the, the podcast. Okay. And they were saying how much they love it. And I was like, oh, great. You know, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Until one person came over from High Park and said, by the way, did you hear those guys slagging you off in the last episode because you weren't there? <laughs> And I went, hold on a minute. I said, I didn't listen to them because I wasn't on it. If I'm on it, then I'll listen to it. <laughs> and I said, well, what did they say? And they went, they went to town on you because you weren't there. I said, all right. Sunday was Easter with my parents and I had to spend time with them. Okay. And then I got Raptors tickets. And I said, did you want me to hang out with those idiots or go to the Raptors game <laughs> playoffs? And they went, no, it's a good show. You went to the Raptors. I said, absolutely. <laughs> so thanks, boys. Eh? Slagging well, me off, should... and I'm finding, out, I'm finding out from our fans that you guys are killing me when I'm not on the show. You should feel accepted now, Jimmy. This is how it is, you know. When we're slagging you behind your back, it means you're part of the brotherhood. Yeah, that's it. And well, actually, we tried, time... to, we tried to hire Pesci, in all honesty. No, that, <laughs> that was mentioned from another parent. <laughs> Don't worry. You have no worries of losing your spot to Pesci. His internet is horrendous. Worse than Craig. Right. But here's a funny thing. My son's playing Pickering. Pesci comes out to watch a game. So you'll find out soon what I said about you three. <laughs> hey, for the record, buddy, you could go back and listen to these episodes. It's not me, okay? I've been on Team Jimmy ever since I realized we have an alliance. Okay? Yeah, and, and listen, it's not, I, hey, my issue is not with you, Brendan. I like you. Oh, those, listen to you guys. Get your tongue out of his ass. <laughs> You I know you like me because you called me Brendan. So that's the first time you've ever called me Brendan, I think. It sounded funny. I'll well, Jimmy, I'm, serious. I'm, I'm happy to have you back, buddy. And, uh, and we've got quite a weekend to go over. Uh, shall we start? Since this is this just in, as Craig reminds me, this just in, usually it's a, a West Ham result or something unfavorable. 
Um, I won't get right to Toronto FC, which ended less than an hour ago, but I'll uh, I'll start with the Merseyside Derby because, as uh, Peter Drury said at the beginning, for the Reds, second is nothing. For the Blues, 17th place is worth the world. Um, if they had played like that for you know 90 minutes, maybe they had a chance, Everton. But uh, for, for spells in that match, they they looked like they. You know, they could kick it or certainly didn't deserve to be in the drop zone. But come the end of this weekend, that's exactly where Everton are. And yeah. uh, Charms, I don't think the smiles come off your face yet. I don't know. I mean, I didn't enjoy the game at all. I tell you what, they were like Atletico Madrid, light, 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 light. Right. They were doing all they possibly could to prevent a loss. And I give them credit for that. And I give Lampard credit. I mean, what else could he have really done? But they showed emotion. And some tenacity, which has been lacking all year long, which must mm-hmm. drive Lampard crazy. You know, when I saw that Burnley result earlier in the day, when, when Burnley got three points, I thought, oh, shit. That, that might make this Everton team a desperate team, more desperate than they would have been had Burnley have lost. Right? And I think we saw that because, man, it was ugly. They were trying everything in that match. And to concede, what, over 80% possession, 89%, I think it was in the second half. You know, I mean, I don't know, Craig. I mean, I understand why he, he did it. And, you know, you can't play head-to-head with Liverpool. But there has to be a limit as well, doesn't there? We, you've got to show some positivity at some point. I've never seen a, an English manager uh, do that sort of tactical situation. It was definitely, it was obvious as well. I mean... Pickford was on the ground, roll around. <laughs> Even he was smiling. It was like, wow, okay. And at halftime, I was a little concerned. I was, I was concerned for Liverpool that Everton might be able to pull off that type of match. Yeah, it was so bizarre. And to see Allison mock um, Pickford late yeah. in the match, that got a nice reaction from from the crowd. I was surprised <laughs> to see as well. And you know whether yeah. it was. You know, is it you had Lampard been grafting that over the course of the week, or was that a desperate reaction? Charms, you say after the Burnley result, was that just a response that oh shit, we're just going to get run up the park? This maybe this is our our best chance. Hey, Richarlison, just be you, buddy, be you, and everyone follow him. And they copied that. What a shit house he is, by the way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he should have been sent off for sure yeah. for that kick out right on Henderson late in the game, and that was ridiculous, but. Jimmy, let me ask you as a defender, right? If you're told before the match, okay, listen, boys, we're going to concede everything. You know, play the way you want to play, but we are quite happy to concede over 80% possession. Defend for your lives, bottom line. Be organized, but defend for your lives. Would you have enjoyed that challenge? As a player? Yeah. I think you... Look, I think you... The the players aren't stupid. You know who you're playing against. You're playing against one of the best teams in, in Europe. If not the world. So you know going into that match, you're not going to have a lot of possession. You're not going to have a lot of chances. And you got to think, okay, we're, we might get a couple of couple of opportunities on, on the counter. If we can break out quick, we might get something. You know, we've got to let them have possession. We've got to be, we've got to be organized. We've got to be disciplined. And I, and I was watching Everton and they would, you know, the, the intensity that they have and they were closing down quick and they just couldn't get, they couldn't get close to Liverpool at times because they're just there's such there's such a class difference between the two clubs. There really is, and if we're honest. And I looked at at Everton today, and and the intensity that they have, the way that they were pressing, they were the the way that they wanted to win that ball back, and 
And I thought, if you guys did this for the last 31 games, you wouldn't be in the situation that you're in now. Granted, it's a, dar- a, a derby, Merseyside derby, right? And it means everything for the fans. But you've got to play with that intensity the whole season. And if they played with that intensity against the other teams, probably 80% of the Premier League, they would have got results along the way and they wouldn't be in that bottom three right now. There's no chance in my mind. I think the junk ended upside. It gave them a kind of focus. It was like, okay, we've, we've tried this deep block before with you know limited success. How about we try to do the Atletico Madrid type thing and Simeone and junk it up. And it gave them sort of a focus on what they were trying to do. And they, they seem to uh, take to it quite well. Yeah. But Craig, we, we've been in situations like that too with the national team where we played against Mexico. And we, we know these guys are going to have so much possession, it's ridiculous. And what we've got to do defensively, we've got to stay organized, disciplined, and we've got to frustrate them. We've got to frustrate them because if, they, if we frustrate them a little bit, they're going to get on each other and they're going to give us an opportunity. And I think Everton looked at the exact same thing, saying we're away from home. If we can frustrate them and they can't break us down, they're going to open up even more. They're going to get a little bit too much, too confident because they're going to have too much possession and we might get an opportunity here to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, they came close on, on a couple yeah, of occasions. Yeah, of course they did. Alan, Alan had two successful passes, and they're both from kickoffs. Whereas I think Tiago had had 120. I think it was successful wow. passes. I mean, it, it was a funny game. I mean, we see, you know, um, teams sitting back in deep blocks and conceding possession. We see it every week. You know, anyone that plays Man City does that, for example, mm-hmm. but not to this extent. And it, like you said, I mean, it, they almost did, they almost got something out of it. But in the end, I think that second half in particular. Liverpool were just, you know, attacking and attacking and attacking. And it took Divock fucking Origi once again <laughs> to come on the pitch and get the job done. This guy is an absolute legend. He, no matter what happens, he is a legend. He scored, I think, the second most goals in this derby behind Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Think about that. He I scores mean, it's big incredible. goals. Big, big goals, games, right? Big Champions games, big League. goals. Yep. And then other than that, he just you forget he's at the club. And then, oh, hey, there he is again. There he is. But he scores. Post-match, you see the video. He wouldn't let go of him. He's hugging him and hugging him. Yeah, and then yeah. in his comments, he goes, this guy's a world-class striker. <laughs> and when we lose him, it's going to be our biggest loss because he will burn up wherever he goes. Bit of a stretch, I think, maybe. But still, he, he loves he's him. A and super I mean, sub. What, what a story. Super sub, yeah. It's like, it's like uh, Man United with, uh, with Park, the exact same thing. He just yeah. came off the bench, and he was well, even Oli Gunnar Solskjaer back in the day, right? Oli Gunnar only, only scored more goals than 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 obviously Divock Origi, yeah. but still. Remember a few months ago, it was uh, I think it was after he scored against Wolves there, and we did a we did a bit. I reposted the video on the Footy Prime Twitter account, but he said he hopes that one day Divock Origi has a manager that loves him enough to start him all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the quote, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah very I mean, I th- complimentary. He might be the most underappreciated, you know, important member of a squad in the Premier League. I mean, hey guys, Craig, Jimmy, do you have any particular teammate who was so underappreciated, was so peripheral, but did a really important job, be it in the room, be it in the training field, let alone, you know, on the occasional appearance? Was it someone that stands out? Do you remember anyone? You can't say yourselves. By the yeah, way. you can't say yourselves, yeah. Um, um, there's no point in having a conversation then, is there? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jimmy can, Craig can. Oh, there's a couple. <laughs> yeah, there's a there few. A lot of guys. Reliable? Yeah. Just guys that maybe brought something to, to the room or to the team that maybe they weren't starting every week, 
but someone that, man, that guy's actually a really important member of this squad. Mm. Nigel Winterburn. Oh, yeah. Stuart, okay. Stuart Pierce as well, because he was not West starting. Yeah, he was, he was older. Mm-hmm. Great experience. Unbelievable character. He just turned 60 today. Who, uh, Pierce or Winterburn? Pierce. Did he really? 60 years old? Psycho. Oh, psycho. Wow. I tell you who was like that, right? And our friend Pesci. Pesci Pesci was called the super sub. Mm -hmm. At times towards the end of his career, he'd come on and cause problems, score goals. He was always a menace. He was a menace. He was horrible. Little Frodo was horrible to play against. (laughs) He was. I hated playing against him. He closed me down all the time. I was like, yeah, Fuck just off. ran. He was oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He when you would dangerous. come, when you would come up against him in the league, Craig, what was the banter like between you and Pesci? Oh, it was good. He, I mean, he, he really was the energizer bunny though. Like he, yeah. he, he, he relied, I think he four or five goals from the footballing gods. It would give him, that because of his effort mm. yeah take one off the face with the goalkeeper clearing it going the net <laughs> that's true right right he was like you know Hume was like that a bit as well Hume mm. was the type of guy if he came off the bench he would just run 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 so well you have to be playing for Tranmere fuck you have to do it for Tranmere you get not the nicest part of town I think that Pesci when world when we when we, when we <laughs> Chat with Pesci now. He's like one of those guys. That I obviously I remember him playing right, and I know he's a footballer, but he, he's come so far in his life in a different different angle that he doesn't feel like a former footballer to me. Mm. He's like some guy who's sipping really expensive whiskeys and scotches and cigars in like these high rollers clubs, you know, plotting the downfall of the world, as opposed to being an old footballer, right? Oh, he's, he's not. He's not plotting anything. I think he. The first part you got right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very much a, a football man, but not in the sense of yes, ex player. That's not yeah. the first thing that comes to mind. No, no, he's 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 an amazing guy. I mean, for me, look, I mean, Craig, uh, Pesci, Mark Watson. You know, they they were like older brothers for me. They they were they were always there for you. You know, if I was, you know, being a young guy, I was a younger guy that was on the national team. I was a younger guy that was in England at the time, and you know, they put me under their wing and. Um, but had so much valuable experience. Oh, York. They have not changed. You know, I spoke to, I spoke to Wadi the other day because uh, the Minnesota game was on and I'm you know, texting him back and forth. And they're just, they're absolute gentlemen. You wouldn't, you would never know that they played at the highest level and, and contributed so much to Canadian football. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Most times you always think, oh, they're going to be big time, and I, and don't get me wrong, with Pesci, he can he can chuck in a little big time when he wants. <laughs> Usually, it's, it's the and prawn sandwich that gives and, it away, and you and you can't say anything back to him because you're like, yeah, okay, all right, you're mental. Oh, when he's hanging out in Knightsbridge, it's, I think it's a little bit he's he's speaking a little differently. Oh, I asked him the other day when, when I was in Pickering, I was like, hey, where are you living now? He goes, oh yeah, I just bought a condo in Knightsbridge. Oh well, yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> all right, what's That's that? Right. Eight mil. Hey Jimmy, did you ever see Craig as being an older brother? I did. Yeah, that's what I said. Jesus, yeah. he was that's uh, a bit scary. No, they were. They were. You know, like I said, you know, Craig, Pesci, Wadi, 
uh, you know, those those guys that were over there in, in Europe at the at the at the time, they were the trailblazers. So, you know, they they took took the younger guys under their wings, and you know, we they, always they were made sure Jimmy got home okay. <laughs> it did. Like the first time I went to the national team and it says you have to come in. My, my debut was against Northern Ireland. Right. And I think, okay. And my, my family's from the North. Right. So I'm going, okay, I'm, I'm playing against the North here. And, you know, my family's just from outside Belfast and, and it says, you know, for, for the international duty, you got to show up with a shirt and tie and, I come to the airport in this suit. These guys got on like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, who's this idiot showing up in a suit? <laughs> I felt like the biggest moron ever. <laughs> Not on you, buddy. It's more a reflection of them than you. You were yeah. They were just intimidated by you changing the culture. Yeah, that suit came off real quick, though. It's like when we, like when we told you to come to the podcast wearing those stupid gaming um headsets it's yeah. my son's oh, okay. playstation headsets and it works perfectly i just want to know when good. i'm going to get my cable good. connected again just let, let me know when i'm able to restore <laughs> my services and stop sitting on hold like, here i i literally look like i'm about to bring in airplanes <laughs> it's a call center We're, wearing a forest shirt <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah no you, you look like you work customer service at a bookie Look, it's not our fault that you took <laughs> them late. Yeah, the live betting, we can't control the lines in live betting. It's, you know, the oh, risks are right. there. Yeah, Bet responsible. Um, I'll tell you what, the bet that Liverpool has taken on Luis Diaz, whether it's Origi he replaces or whoever it is that passes on, Jota, whoever, Luis Diaz has proven to be a hell of a player. But did you see that touch? I think I retweeted it from the Footy Prime account. He had this, like, I don't even know how else to describe it. It was like a jumping Rabona to yeah. bring the ball down from uh, across – the pitch, unreal. He's, He's just, just fun, isn't he? He's oh. so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Really, really exciting. Much more so in, in uh, Liverpool red than in, in Porto blue and white. I'll tell you that much. Hey, you, you guys reckon that if, say, Liverpool don't win anything else, you know, they get to the Champions League semifinals, right? They lose to, you know, Villarreal or the, in the final. They, they don't win the FA Cup. They finish. Is it still a great season for them? No trophies? Ooh. One trophy, the Carabao Cup. Yeah, they got the Carabao Cup, and and they get to the semis and the final and the second place, you know. Mm. But in the end, it comes short. Stage, it would be seen as a disappointment that they 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 need two, need two, get two trophies. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean they were in for four. They're in talking about the quad. I don't think you'd come up away with just the Carabao and right. So if we if we say this, boys, if we say this, they're they're in for four trophies. Put them in the order that they should win them, right? As a fan, what would you want to see? Champions League or Premier League first? Yeah, I'm Premier League first personally. Premier League followed by Champions League, FA Cup and Carabao Cup, and then Everton right. going down. I think so, most Liverpool fans would agree with Charms there. Right. No, so, we Carabao, don't want so, Everton go down. I don't, honestly. I'm, I'm kidding. No, you want them to stay I don't. Yeah, I do. So sure. Carabao Cup <laughs> is a fourth on the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if they only win that, that's a disappointing season. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. Crazy though, isn't it? It's crazy because it could happen, right? But it's oh, just the era they're in. They're in this era of this, this incredible city yeah. team. Europe's Europe. Yeah. I mean, Europe's a bit of a you know one-off game in the final, yeah. right? Who the hell knows? And yeah. same with the FA Cup, right? So anything can happen. Although Chelsea yeah. don't really scare me right now from what I'm seeing from them, but still, um, it's it's crazy. At this point, it could be the greatest season in the history of English football. But fast mm-hmm. forward three weeks now, it could be just a eh, disappointing season. 
for sure. It's crazy. But it, but it shows you where Liverpool is right now. You know, eight, ten years ago, if they just won that, everybody went, oh, great season. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So the expectations now for Liverpool is through the roof. Yeah. Expectations change. I mean, if you told Manchester yeah. United four years ago, five years ago, that finishing fourth would be the best chance they have at a trophy any season, they would have laughed at you looking at all, especially after spending 90 million five years ago on Paul Pogba. They would have laughed at you and say, you don't know what you're talking about. What we do right. know is can't blame Maguire this time. No, can't <laughs> blame Maguire this time at all. Didn't, <laughs> didn't play him. Um, I mean, that team is such a mess. The only guarantee with Manchester United or, uh, and listening to our show is if Craig picks a match on footy picks, it's he's going to hit. Perfect scores again, buddy. He's you said amazing, Arsenal 3, United 1. Yeah. I was very happy for you. I was happy for Saka and then you second. Hey, what's the lot of max number is going to be? Stacks? <laughs> no, that's uh, 14 million to 1. Oh, actually, is lotto max? Is that, no, that's even more. It's like 28 million to 1. Got any yeah. numbers you want to put up? No, nope. put in the dark web though. Let's not share it with you know, all the listeners. Not that well, not that we don't care about our listeners. And just four way though. Like one is not part of this today because he's not on. So yeah, just exactly. four of us. So yeah. oh, let's win, see if we slag him off because he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's busy. He's he's got things important things going on. Busy yeah, like the Raptors. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, hey, on the Raptors. Did you hear Paul Scholes? Uh, I can't remember which broadcast it was. If it was. Premier League Productions aware, but he said it on television. He said that, uh, and he started by saying, Jesse Lingard won't mind that I say this, but he's been texting me and he says the room's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure oh, Jesse Lingard minded that Paul Scholes <laughs> said that. Although, maybe not, considering that Eric Bahi had posted on social, on Instagram or Twitter, that uh, he felt he fully deserved to start. It's like, holy shit, from all angles, it's, it's come. They have no control of the room. Pesci it might be about, broken, eh? It might actually be broken, yeah. yeah. I think it might be possibly. Yeah. And it'd be, I tell you, it'd be worse if Ronaldo wasn't there. This is how bad it is with him there. It'd be even worse <laughs> if he wasn't there. Had to slide that in there, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh Good we discussed it before. I mean, out of all those players, all those players in that, in that squad right now, which player needs to leave the most? Not not because of United, from, from that player's perspective. Who has to get out of that situation more? I mean, you can say Ronaldo does. There's no yeah, argument there. He'll never win you can again. Say Paul Pogba there. has to because he's just, you know, this, this world class talent is just being wasted there. You know, you could say Harry Maguire because his his whole life, his future, his family's legacy is being just his mental health. Is being yeah, just yeah. He's got fucking bombs around his house. I know. Jesus. Just That's not crazy. good. I think Harry Maguire might be the one guy that needs to leave that club more than anyone else. Leave the country. He's yes, got to leave yes, the country. Where's he going to go? He Jim has to leave that. the country. Get out. Can't stay. Go to Syria. Go there for a couple of years. It's worked pretty well for Chris Smalling. It's worked amazingly well. And Tammy Abraham as well. Tammy, I was, just, yeah, that's I was right. just thinking that. Was he a, a Mourinho buy? Smalling or, or Harry Abraham? Maguire? Harry Maguire. Was he a Mourinho purchase? Good question. From Leicester. Because I wonder if, you know. There'd be no, it wasn't Oli. some embrace. and I couldn't see. I can't remember how. I can't remember. Yeah, you I might be right. Oli. I guess it wasn't that many years ago. I guess it would have been Well, Oli. let's find out. We've got this thing called the interweb. Let me take a look. I was just trying to play agent here. We can't have a, let Pesci have all the fun. I was just trying to play agent and recklessly speculate where someone would go. I, to all be right. honest, Harry Maguire strikes me as the, the type of player that would, would struggle with that adjustment overseas. I don't know if the, actually the slower pace and... 
You know, no, he, he, he joined difficult two, as it can be. I think he'd struggle with that more, more he, so he than joined in like Smalling. T- 2019, he joined. So um, was Ollie there in 19 or was it still Josie when he, was he got Ollie. there? It's, it was Ollie. It was Ollie, yeah. So Ollie had a full season before the pandemic. Yeah. All right. Maguire didn't start, but Varane and Telles sure didn't look pretty, sure didn't look good at all. Like, Saka and a lot of them were just running around like crazy. Like their defensive problems are far beyond one defender. Yeah, you're right. I think they've uh, conceded the second most shots on net, which is just unheard of. Mm-hmm. De Gea, where would they be without him? I mean, he is literally Same. standing on his head every Same. game. Hey, yeah. Go, go ahead, Jimmy. Oh no, I was just going to say if you're Maguire. And you got dropped for that game, and you lose. Are you doing a little fist pump after? Mm. <laughs> hey, mm. getting all the stick that you've been getting, getting hammered left, right, and center. You're not involved in the squad, and then again they lose. I was thinking, and what I was going to ask was, you know, now that we know it's Ten Hag, does he have any say or any influence in the team selection? If he has a guy that he thinks. Now? It's going to be his guy or he's tested. Now? Are there right. conversations? Right, yeah. right now? No chance. Yeah, right now. No chance. Not at all? Zero. If, if Ranyak is looking to be around and move up to sporting director or be involved, you don't think he's having a chat with, hey, how does do Ajax you, feel? Do how do Ajax feel if, if they heard that? Oh, by the way, during his weekly preparation for their next match, he's also talking to Ralph Ranyak about my new selection on the weekend. <laughs> Come on. We're not that naive to think they're not chatting, for God's sake. They're chatting. They're chatting. But not about selections. Sure. Week in and week out. Why not? If they're working together. He's got a job elsewhere. He's not being paid yet by United. Let's ask the guys who have have been in this field. Okay, Coach Jimmy? I I, I think think when the new manager comes in, he looks at Harry Maguire, right? (laughs) Hear me out here. He'll be going, okay, he's, he's under the cost right now. People are hammering him left, right, and center. Things aren't going well for him, right? He's an England international. He's... He went to United for an absolute fortune. He's not a shit defender. His confidence is just low, lower than a snake's belly right now. And he might go in there and say, you know what? If I can get the best out of this guy and I can turn things around right off the start, he looks like he's the man. Because now he's taken a guy that's been getting absolutely boatload of abuse and brought him back to where everybody expected Harry Maguire to be. And that's the same s- standard that he was at Leicester City. So I would personally that, go in go there and the I, would, I would have a – well, I think Maguire would be the first one that I'd be going after and saying, hey, listen, what Rashford, have I got to do to – Terrible. Yeah, but what have I, what have I got to do to, be, to get you back and or, fill him with bags of confidence? Because he's not a bad defender. He's going through the, a spell right now, and all footballers do. When the fans are on you – and we've all been there. We've all been there. And it's horrible. And your confidence is so low. It's it's the worst feeling in the world. Worst feeling in the world. But if you can get out of it and come back in and get the fans back on your side, things are great. But okay, but what about this alternative? What if Eric Ten Hag is watching United and he's seeing Harry Maguire's production and what he's doing out there? He's thinking, man, I, I need a better ball-playing centre-half next year. But I'm concerned that on his wages – he won't leave. So should I then pick up the phone and call in a bomb threat to Harry Maguire? 
What the fuck? <laughs> you're fuck, you're, you're not wrong. I tell you what, if they'd won that game, it would have it would have been a nuclear one. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just saying, Eric Ten Hag's got a phone, but he's guys. He's getting a dog's abuse. But when he you're was not, at Leicester, you're, was not, he talk, not, well, you're not answering the question. No, of course you're not doing that. <laughs> no, you're not answering the question, you tit. Go on, then. Give me it. How am I not answering it? The question was, is the new manager, who's now the coach of Ajax, is he, are they in conversations with each other about selection or how players no, are? No, we already said that. We already said yes. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Forrest said it. You went... Yes, they are. And I went like that. Yes, I nodded. Said, yeah, they are talking. Of course and they're talking. You're implying that him not playing was a protectionism so that Ten Hag could come in and save him? Like Ten Hag can come in and fix him? No. He's not playing right now because he's getting dog's abuse, so he's probably protecting the player. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> You're all out of lunch. There's no, there's no way he's making selections while coaching Ajax. Not selections. He's- suggestions. Oh, yes. sorry. Yes. It's not selections. He's not he's not texting the team sheet, I wanna go, let's go three five one. He's not he's not doing that. Well that'd be a problem three five one would because be, he'd be down it. down a point. So. Right <laughs> I, I just look I'm not mad. If Eric Ten Hag goes, Hey Ralph, can you please stop <laughs> playing three five one? There may be some bells and flags going up here about did we choose the right guy? <laughs> yeah, fair point. Fair point. I can't win them all. Fair point. <laughs> Speaking they of numbers, try anything, try something. Jesus, maybe three, five, one would be a better choice. I think it would be. I mean, Jesus, they depending on who it is on the day. They basically are playing a man down for much of it. There's always <laughs> yeah. some liability out there that it feels like they're playing three, five, one. So that's why it's stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Thanks, buddy. Man City five, Watford one. Uh, more impressive that Gabby Jesus bagged four. Or that uh, he's able to bag hat trick at all the way City misuse him, and the way they least favor a number nine in general. Charms. He scored four twice now, right? He did it before as well. A few he years ago, and, wasn't it? Scores and yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, With hey, punches. good for him. I'm happy for him. He work. He listen. He's a hard worker, as they say. Very industrious, and it's nice to see him getting the finish there as well. But uh, listen, I mean, they're playing Watford. I mean, Jesus, what do you want? What do you expect? They're going to score a backfield against Watford at home as well, right? So, yeah, good for him. Not surprising. You know, it, it made the um, the goal differential a little bit tighter now as well because mm-hmm. that was really in, in Liverpool's favour. Um, mm-hmm. It's been cut back a little bit now. So that, that might be important by the end of it. But, uh, no, good for them. I thought the Bruyne's service, by the way, to those oh. goals, just freaking out of this world, wasn't it? He just, I, I mean, he is the best player in the league for me. When they're all the best, there's no one better than Kevin De Bruyne. You know, you mentioned that, and that. you know, in a few months, Canada's going to have to play against him and Modric. Just the mm. <laughs> two guys. Wait, let's hope they're not in the form they are in now. Thankfully, Lukaku as well. So that's that's good. That's easy. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thankfully, Lukaku as well. Yeah, good point. Good <laughs> point. Um, there'll be some striker movement this summer, of course. Though Gabby Jesus is rumored to go to Arsenal. Um, is he really? Price gone up that. over the weekend. Yeah. It was before. It was before the weekend. Yeah, hot, hot link. I think Fabrizio Romano had it. Um, that uh, it looks like they're they're in for him heavy. Whether it comes through or not, they'll be in for him heavy. Player like him. I mean, I know players want to start football games, right? But like Divock Origi, the, the story with him is he's really happy in his role there. He, he's quite happy not starting each week, right? Certain players demand to start, others don't. If you can play for Pet Guardiola at Man City and be in 
on you know four trophies every single year. Is that better than starting every week for Arsenal, for example, who are in a top four fight every year? I don't think Divock Origi is a number one on a top six team. Mm-hmm. I think Gabby Jesus is. I think he's making more money doing what he's doing at Liverpool, bottom line, than if he left. Yeah, to battle right. at Besiktas or Galatasaray. Right, or but Jesus, you're saying, but okay, so but you're saying that he is good enough to start at Arsenal. At yeah. Spurs? yeah, yeah, I agree sure. with that. It all so, depends on what his ambitions are. Sharms, let me ask you this. How old am I if you ask me that question? Mm. Um, oh, look, this is a good point, too. Okay, well, how would he, what, late late 20s now? 28? Origi? No, no, Probably no. Um, so uh, Jesus, 26, I think. 22, 2,000 years old. Uh, so how old is he? 26. 26? Yeah, okay. Well, he's still that. pretty young then. Okay, 26, yeah, so, 26 yeah. 27, I want trophies. Mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, I want to play football. I uh, want games. That's interesting. He's yeah. 25. Gabby Jesus, she just turned 25 this month. That's really? incredible. So he's still young, eh? Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's still young. You want to play. You want mm-hmm. to play at 25. You want games. Look, and he you, also- want to finish, you, want to, you want to finish your career with three, 400 games under your belt. Yeah. And he knows that that won't happen despite what he's delivered for the club yeah. because of how they operate where they're always looking to – every summer they're rumored to bring in someone to replace Aguero. With Holland, even though in, he was brought in to replace Aguero, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Holland or Kane or whoever it is, mm-hmm. the Kane uh, Holland rumors seem, sounded pretty hot as well. Was um, what was the conclusion on that? Was there some comment from from someone? Uh, well, apparently it's just it's down to Real Madrid and Man City. Um, mm. Guillaume Balague was uh, tweeting about it. He's probably the most connected guy, certainly in Spanish football, and said that they both put the offers on the table. Um, Holland's accepted both offers. Like they've agreed personal terms. I've like, got a Real Madrid. I accept those terms and vice versa. Man City, but City still lead the charge, but it's not done just yet. Where do you want to see him? Me? Yeah. You. Oh, well, I'm selfish on Premier League for sure. Yeah. Same. 100%. Boys, Craig? I think when push comes to shove, I think Man City is a better sh- sh- choice for him. Jimmy? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I'd like to see him in the Premier League. Absolutely. Look, the Premier League, you want to see the best players in the world there. It's the best league. You want to yeah. see the top, top players in that in that league. Hey, what, what about, did you guys hear about Conti putting his name in a hat for the PSG job? No, yeah, I, I didn't just saw that. that. I just saw that before yeah. we came on today. Oh, shit. Put his, name in, put his name in a hat. says, I want to go to PSG. <laughs> and apparently, Zidane is number one to get the job. Yeah, he's so been linked there for a while. Him, how do you feel about that? That was the rumor, yeah. Yeah, maybe because the rumors are that Poch could be fired very, very soon. Maybe even this week, this PSG well, it, clinched. Yeah, apparently he said that he's leaving. Has he? Regardless what ha- what happens, like he's wow. he's gone at the end of the season because they've they've won the league. He's got what three games left? Yeah, yeah, yeah they won the league this yeah. weekend. I wonder if that came out in the papers before that match against Lens because they booed him. The fans booed Pochettino. Imagine right. booing someone. You've, you've won the league and your fans are booing you. Just yeah, so right. crap that league is. We just had the Honestly. conversation about value of trophies and titles, and that's not one that they value. Their, their only expectation is to win the Champions League. That's it. But the players course, that they we've have. We've discussed it before. Craig has, he's mentioned it before. This is PSG. 20 years ago, they were nothing. Nothing. 15 years ago. 15 well, years still ago. Nothing. 15, sure, less nothing. than that. There's still nothing. What they won? 
French league. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, that's mm-hmm. brilliant. But that next level, nothing. Eight in the last 10, but you're right. They've only won 10 overall PSG. I think Ronaldinho was on one of them early on, right before Lyon mm-hmm. won that lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not a team with much, uh, much history, but certainly have paid for it in the last 10 years and have added to the trophy cabinet. Since we're on it, did you see Messi's goal? was a bit of a stunner, ended up being the title clincher. Everyone I did will, not see will it remember yet, no. that one goal. If you go on the Footy Prime Twitter account and you scroll back to the start of Sunday, you'll see it. So Let I me look the, here. It's the Phil, bit, the Phil Shane reference. Tejan Buchanan, first goal for Bruges. Nice. That's right. Didn't he do a celebration in front of the Bruges fans? Or he had to do something on a microphone, I think. Oh, I have to find that. I'll find yeah, that online. I'll share that on the Footy yeah. Prime account as well. Yeah. Well, uh, Sharms looks up whatever it was he's looking up. Messi, you... here it is. Messi, I'm playing it now. The goal. Yeah. He's won 11 league titles. He was the top scorer in six of those seasons, okay? This not being one of them. He only scored four goals for PSG this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sharms is busy. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> what? I know so what you're going to say. But meanwhile, Ronaldo has the... What, has won seven league titles, and he was the top scorer in all seven of those seasons. <laughs> what I was going to say. Well, that's a nice goal, isn't it? That's a nice goal. Yeah, it was yeah. a nice goal. Well, um, only four goals eh, in, the, in uh, Ligue 1. I think only four goals for PSG in that shirt. That's ridiculous you can, that's you can one tell of the most stunning statistics I've go on there heard. gary googles you can tell me okay I, well i don't I, believe you. i think it's more than it four up. but let okay. me ask let, i'm gonna throw this out there and you guys can have a think about it we can we can go around the table how many trophies has Messi won oh so i just mentioned that this is 11 league titles now right so you know it's north of 11 how many titles do you think Lionel Messi has won in his career. Altogether, all international, the whole shit. Altogether, correct. 21. 21 from Jimmy. No, I'm going to say um, 26. 26 from Krager. Mm, I'll say 20. He's got nine goals, by the way, this season. Four in the league and five in the Champions League. No, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll 20. give him 20. 20, yeah. So, 20, which is one lower than Jimmy's 21. Am I right? Yep. And Craig, you said 29? Six. 26. 26, excuse me. Wow, you guys don't remember how good he was. 39 titles he's won. Right, a Copa, so. an under-20 World Cup. You, no one rates the Olympic gold medal, so I can see why you ignored that. Oh, we're, no, uh, you gotta, come yeah. on. Yeah, 10 La Liga, 7 Copa del Rey, Yeah. 4 yeah. Champions League, 3 Club World Cups, Three UEFA Super Cups. Oh, stop it. No, can't count eight them. Super Copas. No, stop. Uh, One league. Right no. So if you remove the Super Copas and the Super Cups, I it's 26. Craig That's yeah, 26. I'm bang on. <laughs> <laughs> 100% Craig at it again. Very good. Uh, Danny Alves has won more. He's overall. got the most in the world, Danny most Alves. The world. 43. Is he really? Yeah. 43 titles. Uh, last Ronaldo? More than Ronaldo. For Way now. more than yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronald, because Ronaldo's, got, he, Ronaldo's a, a fix-it man. He goes to all these project clubs and has to build them up. <laughs> Project clubs. To get to yeah. trophies. Project yeah, clubs. you're right. Man, Real Madrid, United, Manchester United, Madrid. Yeah. Juventus. Yeah. I know. Poor guy. They don't win until he gets there. So, there you yeah, go. you're right. United never won anything before Ronaldo arrived. He got them back to European glory. It was quite a few years on, wasn't it? Wasn't, wasn't Juventus on eight Scudettos when he came? 
<laughs> and he won one of them. Didn't he win one of them? He won one of them. And then they didn't win it again. Hey, he scored uh, this weekend again. Give him credit. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, you want to give him credit? Go ahead. You have the I'm saying he scored again this week. Oh, right. So yeah. good for him. The guy's unbelievable, really. I mean, unbelievable. Let's not, let's not go there. He's, uh, to quote Rio Ferdinand, alien. He's an alien. Yeah, he is. If there's and, one, well, no, if there's one pro, uh, professional footballer who isn't from this earth, who's an alien that, that, that isn't John Joe Shelby, it's probably Ronaldo. <laughs> well done. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's fair. <laughs> um, that's not very nice. What's the matter with you? I'm not, I'm not saying he's ugly, just he doesn't look like he's human, that's all. Yeah, when I go with his disability. What are you saying? He looks like Rocky Dennis? <laughs> you know, I thought this weekend watching the Fury fight. Um, How many Fury... people know who Rocky Dennis is? By I the no, way, no, I, I just went. Skip you don't, do you? Do no, you remember no. the mask with Cher? Oh yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, not her son. Terrible. <laughs> 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 Ronnie Dennis sounds like a Watford midfielder. Oh, Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis. <laughs> terrible. I wasn't Bill Ronnie, Ronnie Dennis. <laughs> Ron Most. Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> he was a big guy. Yeah, yeah apparently. Well, <laughs> so they say. Imagine him going through the x ray machine. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, last thing on United since we've gone back to it you said who needs to leave uh, the most I, I mean I, overall I just feel like the United players are totally checked out right the, the Shaq and uh, Charles Barkley say this all the time in the playoffs when a team's about to get swept the only thing they're thinking about is Cabo Cancun Ibiza whatever the hell it is they're not thinking about finishing in the top five United and I think if you're a United supporter or Eric Ten Hag you gotta be pretty pretty disappointed pretty upset that that's Still the case, even if they do feel as though they're not in the race. Which I can't imagine, though, so individually, not. they go out there and think, I'm going to play like shit, take <laughs> <No>. my time, because <laughs> I want to go to the beach. Because you don't want to have four bombs put around your house. Yeah. Football's different, man. Football's you, different. You can't you got to put a shift in. You have to. Yeah. Maybe other sports, you can get away with it because people don't care, but. With football, the, especially in Europe, too, the passion and what it means to the Oh, to they show up at your house. Remember Glenn Rhoda was manager of West Ham, and uh, somebody showed up, put a brick through his house, through his window. He ends up chasing him, having some kind of stroke. He had a stroke in chasing the burglars out? Yeah, yeah, he had some kind of brain yeah, not 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 during the pursuit though. He had it stressed. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, just to confirm, during the pursuit, this happened. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, oh, and then he fell ill, and then eventually, I mean, it was years later he he passed away, and not you know that long oh. ago. But wow, you know, well, wasn't it Graham Sooners had I think quadruple bypass surgery right um, soon after he stopped managing. And there's a documentary on, on stress on football managers soon after that. Mm. And they're saying that the stress on during the match itself on a football manager was the same as like a sniper or, uh, you know, these, these high anxiety, high stressful situations. Being a football manager, the, the duress on the body and the heart was up there with the very highest, which is incredible. Mm. Not a fucking chance. 
You got a sniper honing down on you. <laughs> no, the no, no, sniper no, no, the, the, the shooter, sniper, not the sniper. The sniper. Not the sniper. <laughs> no, the sniper. Not, I don't know. Yeah, not the guy being sniped. Yeah, the sniper, oh. not the snipey. You know what? Okay. It's a great question. I wish that we had someone in this situation that's been in both situations, both as what, a player and a coach, and to a ask what the pressure is like, what the what the body feels like. I don't know if there's anyone that could mm. give a take on on the. We've coached a football match here. Jimmy, did you ever feel that? I don't know. Did you ever wear the bib to see your EKG, to see your heart rate? Uh, yeah, the match? look, for for me, look, you know, at TFC, I was I was assistant manager, so the the head coach takes the brunt of it, right? So as assistant, the, the pressure is nowhere near as what it is as a head coach, and then in the Canadian Premier League, you're the head coach, okay, but it's nothing. Nothing like what it would be in the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Not even, not even close. Not even close to what it would be being the head coach of an MLS team. The pressures, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of pressure, but it's it's yeah. not like you're you know once once you leave the stadium, you go home. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Whereas yeah, if you're in Ashton Park, if you're yeah. somewhere else, it's it's brutal. Brutal, it brutal, and you don't you don't want to drive by the pubs. And anybody yeah. see you, they'll throw yeah. bottles at you. This is your own supporters. Yeah. And I and I and I can only tell you like the, the pressure as a player in England is off the chart. Off the off chart. The so chart. I can imagine I can imagine it'd be tenfold being the manager of that club. Because you're yeah, the yeah, one but Jimmy, in charge. But, yeah, they keep coming back for more and more. Steve Bruce, for example, right now struggling mm-hmm, yeah. in the league championship, he, he was just eviscerated at Newcastle. Same thing happened at Hull. Wherever he's been, he's been hammered, despite doing a good job at times. But he keeps going back and getting another job. He wants to. He can't stay away from it. Do you know Stick what it is? It's 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 like a drug. It's weird. It's a feeling that you that you have and you enjoy the pressure. And as a player, when I was coaching, and like I I I enjoy that pressure. I enjoy the pressure because it uh, it makes me want to succeed. You know. And that's why they keep going back because they 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 want to prove they want to they they enjoy that pressure. It's a weird. It's 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 all psychological. It's it's very very weird. You know, and then just, there's a lot of players it, out there that had great ability but couldn't handle that pressure of the. They couldn't of handle the, the pressure. Yeah, yeah. And you think and you think, Craig, like in games and build up to big games that week, and it's in the papers and the press are around and everybody's talking about, oh, you've got to win this game and you're out shopping or going out for a coffee and, you know, on the high street and, and they're, the fans are coming up to you, you got to win, you got to win. It's that pressure that you embrace. You're like, fuck, yeah, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I still, to this day, I enjoy and I, I miss, I miss that pressure. I miss it. Because it makes me, it makes me feel alive. Like I'm, you know, I I want to succeed. I want to make something happen. But you've got also got to have that personality where it's it's water off a duck's back. Where yeah. if people are coming after you, yeah, not a problem. Like get in line, right? If you <laughs> I, hate I, me, I got if I got twenty thousand people that hate me. Never mind. Yeah, it's a no different kidding. mentality. It's a different mentality that you have to have being a professional footballer or a, remember, or a manager. I remember my dad. Uh, we were chatting and overseas and whatever he's in vancouver and we're struggling i'm just like oh i can't even go out anywhere just taking abuse left right and center yeah. and and then he comes over uh one i don't know how many 
months after that, and we go down to Sainsbury's shopping. And a couple of aisles over, these guys started hammering me. Hey, Forrest, you fucking shite. <laughs> my dad's like, did you hear that? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. how, do you, how do you handle that? And I'm like, well, you're saying, like, they're, you got to handle it. You got to have a thick skin. They pay you your wages, to. and you do. That's why but you I, don't want to go out, though. No. No, it's different over there. And that's why I, I laugh now. Like, if someone goes, oh, Brennan, you suck or you shit, I just – I giggle. I'm like, guys, just come on. I've had yeah, this you, for 30 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah Jimmy, you, crum- <laughs> you crumble when someone tells you that we, we you know, rag you on the podcast because you missed a episode. No, I just – no, because – I'm the type of, I'll confront it. <laughs> okay. I'll confront it. soft. <laughs> and let you know that I know what's happening. <laughs> the, old bottom, the old bottom lip comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you assholes, just so you know, I know. I yeah. know what you said. Yeah. <laughs> if you want some new pressure, Jimmy, you can edit tonight's show and get it up within 45 minutes, okay? There's some new pressure for you. You got no chance of me doing that, buddy. I've, I've also never been able to do that in 45 minutes, so there you go, buddy. Um, Christian Pulisic has done well under the some of the pressure that he's had at Chelsea. I think he gets a lot of shtick, and he doesn't have as long a leech as a lot of people expected. But he got that match winner against your Hammers. Shit. Shitty enough, eh? Oh, you know, they made six changes, Moyes. They haven't got a deep enough squad, and they got to concentrate on Europe. So I get that, but they mm-hmm. put a shift in, and they're really unfortunate. What a what a poor penalty, eh? <laughs> Oh, Jorginho, Jesus, my God. Uh, that was like me. That was a me penalty. But he I gets that. He does that all the time, right? He did this. It's not a, what do you call It's like Panenka speed, uh, power behind it. Maybe he's not He's not spinning it. Chipping I it, bet you if you take 10 penalties, I'm betting you that could, you would, you're, you're not going to hit one worse. I, I'm, I have that confidence in you. Me? <laughs> yeah. If you had to beat one player... In a, or even if he was in a wheelchair, <laughs> I would doubt that would happen. Hey, if if Dunlop took ten penalties, and it doesn't matter what keeper it is, how many do you think he would score? A real net, real net. I bet ten penalties. I beg to. No, you get more than that. You think so? Yeah, you're, I mean, it doesn't matter that it's a your 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 advantage really as a goalkeeper if you could strike a ball half decently. You're wow. on the line. Like if it's hard to read somebody that doesn't know where they're going to fucking put it themselves. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he would get four. We actually did. <laughs> we actually did that on TSN in, in back in two thousand and two. So we, then why don't you know, we do it one day? Let's let's get yeah. Dunlop to the field. No, because I think he'll score. I think he scores. No, six. I'll go. I'll go in net six. If yeah. I'm in net, if I'm on net with with Dunlop. And he's shooting. How many do you think he would score on me? Six. Easily. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Sharms, you've seen me play the most. These guys have seen me play in very pressure situations where you're all ex-pros and I am me. But Sharms has seen me play against normal muggles. Yeah, you know what? But you know what? B B is... We love B because, like ourselves, he's one of the kings of self-deprecation, right? (laughs) And he's not Leo Messi. He's not. Okay, but he's not as bad as he says he is. Mm. He's slow as hell, but you do strike a fairly decent ball. 
Exactly. Be, yeah, he's so, got a good little touch too. I'll give him Yeah, that. I don't it's think... It's not me, it's my shoes. I'm not... You know, if Jimmy's saying six and four. Craig's Jimmy said saying four. no... I said two. Jimmy said four. Shockingly. Craig said six. Craig said six. I'm going to say five. Bang in the middle there. Because I think oh. once you get the first couple out of the way, you kind of get, get, get tight. You know, you're, you're feeling better about yourself. Right? So I'm going to say five. I don't think he'd be quite as dreadful as, as he's making out. Okay. Can I ask you and, something? And Craig's making can out. We, can we put <laughs> no, money on I think he's going to score six. Better than Jimmy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think, listen, I'll go in net. Right? And I'm telling you now, you're not scoring six goals on me. And I'll put money on it. But you're not allowed to. You're like your your boy Nate is coming with uh with Ottawa next week. You're not allowed to have any tutorials. You're not allowed to go training with keepers or anything. I need his gloves. I I'll don't give a shit gloves. if he does. But he can't come off the line either. No, I'll go side to side. Be like a cat. Okay, Jimmy. If Craig was in goal, how many would he score? How many would I score? No, no. Would 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 B score if Craig like a, a trained goalkeeper? You're you're obviously Craig. Craig now or. Now, I mean, not 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 nineteen ninety seven, Greg. <laughs> yeah, and his now? prime, not one. Now, ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easily <laughs> ten. Yeah, and well, you can use your wrong foot. <laughs> one might hit me. <laughs> uh, I'm totally down to do this. I say we absolutely hire a camera crew. Let's let's make this. Uh, I got fifty bucks proper. on you, Danny. Oh, fifty bucks with you, Jimmy. He All scores right. six against you. No chance. I want to ask B, honestly, would you try a Penenka? Yeah. Uh, no, none of that shit. No, proper penalties. Yes. No, but it's B, though. It's B, though, Jimmy. Like he, he will not be able to not try at least yeah. one Penenka. Or, or a Rabona one. <laughs> no, I, listen, I'm, I'm telling you now, if we're going to do this, right, it has to be game-like penalties. Match-like penalties that you would do in a big game. Like okay. don't don't be going oh, look, look here and all that. It's got to be a proper penalty. Okay. And yeah, you, that's, that's and, what we're talking about. And you've got to score six. I think I run the risk of running out of gas. Come ten, I've never had ten in a row. Not well, even I think I'm going to be diving all over the damn place. Well, what are you going to do? We run from the halfway line? No, but we're not doing MLS else? penalties. Ninety <laughs> six. No, I I would never stand a chance there. You're going to rev it up, rev up the engine. Okay, here he comes. He's starting up. <laughs> Keeper would get that every time. God, I love that. I found okay. my uh, my Shira um, piece by the way. Yeah, I, uh, I, should po- I should post that, right? I don't know if these guys know that story, but uh, Craig does, Carmen actually sure. did this with Alan Shearer. Yeah, yeah. He was the goalie, though. Yeah, I was. I, I should have. I had gloves on. That was about it. Yeah. How many did he take against you? About ten. Yeah, and and by the end of it, he was telling me where he's going to shoot. Because I, uh, I mean, he generally like top right corner or keeper's right corner. Yeah, yeah, top right. Uh, pretty much everyone. Boom, 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 boom. It was a different perspective to have, and realizing, he, okay, he I, never I'm no athlete. One but... against me because I knew where he was going. Yeah, you know, we should, we should you know, we should try and find some video of Craig facing Shearer at some point. It must have a couple of times, right, in your career. Oh fuck, played him must a have. lot. Yeah, he's a talked about that a few times. We can play our goalkeeping. Chops. He was so good, man. Yeah. Mm. He really was. Premier League Hall of Famer. With the, Fucking incredible. With the new lot. Yeah. Who, who went in with this uh, this generation? I almost said incarnation. I think Schmeichel went in this this past week, didn't he? I think uh, Schmeichel went in there. Rooney, company. 
I forget who the other two were in the lot. I don't remember Schmeichel, though. No, this past week, I think Schmeichel announced it. Oh, okay. Because Giggs is in there. Uh, Skulls is in there, I think, already, I believe. I think Roy Keane might be in there already. Just died like a year ago, right? Yeah, they, they need to do this on an annual cycle, though. Not yeah, like they do. Not, it's, what is it, taxes? Well, can't be doing every quarter. I think they're trying to catch up, though, right? Because obviously there's obvious ones. Thierry Henry is there, I think. You know, guys that clearly should be there. Mm. That's a big list, by the way. Yeah, it is a big list. Because there's some ridiculous players that played in that Premier League over the years. Yeah. Well, Craig never rated Schmeichel. He got in there, so we can have a debate about that. Sometime. I saved more penalties at Old Trafford than he did. <laughs> there it is. Every so, couple of shows, that old so beauty comes out. Fucking have that. <laughs> you know who's looked Love it. who's looked like a Premier League Hall of Famer since Eddie Howe has turned up on Tyneside? Joe Linton. Ooh, wow. Two goals in the first half. Bruno Guimaraes, who is a hell of a player. I'm such a fan of his. Um, 3-0 over Norwich. No team has won more points in 2022 than uh, was it than Liverpool and Newcastle were second. Mm-hmm. Second most points behind Liverpool so. this year. I'll tell or at least since Eddie Howe arrived, whenever that was. I'll tell you this for free. Good for him. Those players right now, in two years' time, won't be there with the money that they're going to be spending. The the two players I mentioned? I know Joe Linton won't Newcastle, be. You think Bruno's gone? So they're going to clean shop over the next two, three years, and you watch the money that they spend. Yeah. It'd be like when City signed Alano and Robinho and these guys when they first got the money. Yeah, mm. which is a big. St- Although that being said, I give um, Newcastle credit; they haven't gone out. I mean, obviously, without Champions League football, it's different. But they haven't gone out and tried to make the huge splash with some big name signing. No, they're, they're not ready. Good players, right? They've, they've been smart about it so far. But they, they did get to- two guys in January that would have definitely gone elsewhere. I don't yes. know. I don't know whether it's being smart. It's that no top top players go to Newcastle just maybe, yet. maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, Kieran Trippier could have gone somewhere else. Yeah, but he's thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. Money, money, money. Whatever he is now. I I don't think the Saudis want to be seen as just throwing money at it, is like that. I think they want to be strategic about it. They don't want to because that's not necessarily a good look either. But what they Mm -hmm. got is a really good coach, and he's going to say to the team, "You know, it's like Jimmy. You guys play like this. It's going to be tough for anybody to get in." And if you're loyal to the player and you stand by it and you those words, mm-hmm. you got yourself a chance with the players that you have adding a few here and there. You have to be honest with them. Say there's going to be changes. Yeah. Well, well, Craig, this summer, for example, right, every single player in the world be linked with Newcastle, right? So no matter how great you perform for Newcastle this past season, you're going to think, oh, Christ, I'm, yeah. wait a minute, I, I'm a left back. Wait a minute, I'm a central midfielder. Why are they going for Just because every name out there, whether it's feasible or not, will be linked. Mm-hmm. So you must have a, a lot of self-confidence, I think, to be a, a Newcastle solution right now. Bruno Guimaraes must be confident because he's been great. You're right, he's been fantastic. But there's going to be, you know, Luis Figo will be mentioned this this summer as to go in there. You know, um, Loda Mateus will be mentioned to go there this summer. Guys that play in similar positions, it's going to happen, yeah. right? But if yeah, you look obviously. at some of the names, you know, you 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 uh, joke about Robinho there, and yes, Robinho didn't work, but it was a statement of intent. You look at though yeah. all of the signings behind him. None of those guys. Well, excuse me, not none of them. I mean, some some of them were rumored to uh, or had the potential to be at his level, like um, Emmanuel Adebayor, who I don't think quite reached it. But like. Joe? Gareth Barry, James <laughs> Milner. Joe? These guys with like a ton of potential, but I wouldn't put at that, you know, all world level. 
or so until they qualify for the Champions League, right? And then they could go and stop plucking the big right. names, right? That's the thing, isn't it? Could, could, do you think Newcastle could finish fourth, like top four next year with the no. right expenditure too soon? No. Not too yet. soon. Too, too soon. soon. I wouldn't bet on them doing it. Yeah, I think it's too soon as well. But what I wouldn't if, be surprised if we're talking about them, you know, in the top five the conference year, come the spring. Oh, we're, we're, we're definitely going to be talking about them for next season. Yeah. In the conference but league. It, but it won't be. Yeah. <laughs> Which counts as Europe. Uh, Jonathan Wilson, uh, who's a respected journalist, he's fantastic. He actually um, was talking, I think, on a, I think he wrote about it last week about the conference league and how people make fun of it. And he actually broke it down as a way. Actually, it's pretty cool and important. And he made complete sense. It made me swallow my words. So just look it up, Jonathan Wilson and the Conference League, because he made some really valid points about that league. And how right now there's good teams in that league, right? There's, there's good teams in that tournament. What's well, it's a good final round, yeah. Yeah. If Leicester goes up against Jose Mourinho's Roma. Who, yeah, like, who right. That's that? going to be interesting, right? Who needs that? Yeah. Good game. You know, it's a European trophy that Leicester's never been in a position to put their hands on. Yep. Wah, wah. Yep. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We're sitting here talking football, right? And we all love a nice little glass of wine. What's the wine that you guys are drinking? I got some Vin Verde, which is Portuguese green wine. You? I have a little bread and butter. Bread and butter is fantastic, Jimmy. Yeah, I've been been getting into that. It's so nice. So it's rich. It's lovely. Yeah. That's California, right? Yeah. Napa? California. Very good. Someone brought that over recently. Really nice. You know what? Who's great is the uh, 19 Crimes. Snoop's uh, Snoop's involved. A little in bit crimes. sweet, though. We're talking maybe crimes? six six grams of sugar. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Eh. So that'll yeah. put the old pounds on. Mm. And a bad hangover as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, one day we'll are a bit heavy, but one day Charms will have us over there in Durham Region or Prince Edward County or wherever the hell it is he lives. <laughs> hey. Listen, me and the missus were talking about just that this past weekend. Actually, say, so, you know what? We should get the the, the pod, podcast boys over at some point. So you haven't, you haven't met Jimmy yet. <laughs> I'm not sure you want that. She obviously hasn't met Wander yet either if she's inviting well, the I'll have one of those masks behind you on my face. <laughs> yeah, you will actually. Yeah, exactly. I'll probably Which take the elephant. Jimmy? Oh, the tribal masks for those who are not looking at our video feed. Right? <laughs> our audio feed. Behind closer. Yes, we're listening only to the audio. Uh, Lester nil, Villa nil. Won't get those 90 minutes of my life back. Won't bore you with uh, my disappointment about Leon Bailey. Every time he touches the bloody ball, I just expect to be disappointed. Usually am, 90% of the time, I would say. Um, I feel like the Gerard effect has worn off, sadly. I mean, they've also had some bad luck. Luca Dean can't stay fit. They I didn't think, think we were talking about this game. Target to Newcastle. It's just, <laughs> just feelings I have, guys. Just feelings. Yeah, but B, if you, if you said before the match, would you take the draw against Leicester? At Leicester, yeah. you would. Of course. So what are you complaining for? Because I just want some joy in my life, Jimmy, when I watch my own team play. It'd be nice to see a bloody goal, you know? It'd be yeah, nice to see a goal. Draws are nice, you're right, but wins feel better. And I know this team has potential to win games. Players to do that, and they're not stepping up to do it. They could be Everton. They could be Everton. You're right. could be Everton, you're Thank right. Thank God they're not. Um, I bet you there's some New York City FC fans that are complaining about uh, their side, despite coming away with three points. 5-4 winners over TFC in uh, an insane match. It's not often that you score four goals on the road and lose, but the better team won. <laughs> crazy match. Point. Just crazy. Red card in there as well. Mm-hmm. Up 2-0, 5-2, 5-4. Jesus Jimenez. All over the place. 
It usually is, though, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes it the regular season exciting. It comes in waves. Do you know what they? I watched that game tonight, and I thought, okay, you know, they're, they're competitive. You know, TFC, they were up, was it 2-1? Second half, they had a 10-minute spell where the back line was just all over the place, and they were just getting ripped, ripped apart and conceded three. Yep. Conceded three. And obviously, look, as uh, for, for any team to concede four goals in one half, it's, it's not good enough. But they were resilient. They kept on going forward, and you know they they brought it back to five four. But you know I think there there was there were silly mistakes that that uh, that, that shouldn't have happened today in that match, and, and it was disappointing. To... But as a neutral fan, if you're a neutral fan, it was a great game to watch because of all the goals that were scored. Scored. But as a TFC fan, no, with the back four for that ten minute period, they were just all over the shop. Well, I mean, they've got a guy made back there making uh, over a million, so they better get it sorted out pretty soon. Yeah. So well, I tell you, poor. Alex Bono deserved a million for the saves that he made. And that first, that would have been a lot worse than, uh, what were they down? Worse, 5-2 five, five, was as bad as it got. Could have been 5-2 mm-hmm. in the first half. Yeah. Say this, this is a, some deep analysis here, okay? Um, I love black boots. I do. I would wear black boots. Right, I think it's time Michael started wearing white boots to make himself look a little bit quicker. Just a little bit. <laughs> he looks, and I'm a, listen. I'm, I'm a, I love Michael Bradley. I've been in that bandwagon from day one. He's, he's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, but he's lost a step, <laughs> to yeah. say the very least. Yeah, yeah but you don't want to draw attention thing. to your feet. Well, I but, know, but, but the with black white boots, socks. The black boots do, though, right? The black boots do bring attention because yeah. no one else is wearing those boots. Yeah, I think Michael Michael got caught out, you know, in possession a couple of times and a little bit of position. But, you know, it's a, it's, it's a tough one because um, if, I, if I look over the years, I think Michael Michael's made TFC what it is today mm-hmm. with his professionalism and who he is. And I think he's done a hell of a job. Um, I've I've put his stamp on this club and and winning championships so like he has but yeah you know it's 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 difficult you know when you start getting towards the the end of your career you get a little bit older and you know the the grind catches up to you and I think it's caught up to him just a a, a little bit would you say he's uh, invaluable no you know he can still offer an awful lot but I think now it's the time with with Michael you got to start managing him a little bit you know when, does, a few his, games when does his dad drop him. Yeah, I don't think it's that of a problem. I think you know, with 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 uh, with Bob and and Stolly and the staff, I think you know they they've been in the game a long time, so they they know exactly how to manage players. And I think they'll start looking at current situations and players, and especially the older ones, and, and say, okay, now now we've got to manage them. You know, we we play you here, we're going to give you a break on the next game. We'll bring in this game and start looking at the schedule and pick and choose and matches that he's going to be valuable that he's going to give you. A, you know, give you that 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 ninety minutes or ninety five minutes in, uh, in every single match. It's a tough it's situation to when you start coming towards the end of your career. It really but is. Nowadays, you you use the term load management, right? And it's not being dropped. Yeah, it's, it's load management. So uh, it's not know, it's, it's not it's, being dropped because Mike Michael's still you know a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. He always has been. Um, but you're right. Now it's just it's load management and and starting to say okay, you know, you, you're not going to play thirty odd games a season. So let's pick and choose the, the the top games where you're going to be valuable for us, and you're, you know, you're going to make an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, the, a, it's a tough one. 
team that used to be called the Impact, the only Canadian MLS side that took a point this weekend, 1-1 in Philly. Yeah, um, good result. That's a good result at, uh, in Philly. Very good and, result. And Montreal's pretty good away. They're undefeated in their last four away. Yeah. Um, no. the, you, can't say the same about Vancouver, though, can you? No, no they're struggling bad. No. They're struggling bad. Yeah, a lot of really injuries. are. A lot you of know, injuries I, that don't help as well, but they're, they're not. They're playing Valor in the cup, right? Yeah. And Valor, Valor had a great result today. Yeah. They beat Ottawa 6-1. 6-1. Absolutely. The, the first 6-1 result in CPL history. Is yeah. it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, look at and the odds on that. See if there's a... Uh, well, was this the first one? Well, here's another crazy one. Yeah. I, I had read it was the first one. I could be wrong. Yeah. I've not... Uh, I, don't I think we beat... I think we, when I was at York, I think stuff. we beat Halifax 6-1, didn't we? Or was it 6-2? You would know better than me. <laughs> maybe uh, Gary Google's over here. That's charms. He can look that up. All I know, when I, when I Google um, York United right now, all I see is Pylands pop up. I love it. Do you see this? I love those guys. Those fans are freaking great. So we sell our pies, there. my pies uh, at the games. And uh, this past weekend, big sign up saying Pylands. They've now named the stadium Pylands. And the, uh, the, the stand. The stand. And this, no, no, the actual stadium. And the, the stand is called the Pyrac. Oh. <laughs> I freaking love it. It's amazing. <laughs> There you go. I like it's that. It's a good pie. It's a good pie, it's Sharks. A good pie. <laughs> uh, I was there Friday night for that uh, York win over Cavalry. Cavalry hasn't won a game yet this season. Bottom of Yikes. the table. Uh, Zaza no, Di they... Rosario, uh, Dwayne yeah. Sun with another long-range goal. I tell you what, he's he's going to be a good player. I would have loved to have had him last year. Yeah. He's a he's a good, talented player. You know, he's got a great eye for goal. Good player. Works hard. I like him. Good result. Pacific looks good. Pacific look good as well. Yeah, they look good. And the thing is, look, we talk about Cavalry. Cavalry is going to be fine. You know, they've got good players. You know, they, they're they going to start off slow this year, similar to Forge last year. Everybody says, mm-hmm. oh, Forge are starting off slow. Then they come back, they make it to the final. So you, you can't you can't write off, off Cavalry just yet. They've got some good players in that squad, and I'm sure Tommy will get them going. Take them a little bit of time, but they'll start moving up that ladder. They do have some good players. Um so yeah, Pacific two, Halifax one. Um, Joao Morelli was player of the year last year. He's out for the season. Forget which ligament it was that he's done. But he tweeted after that loss um, about the refereeing. When are we going to fix the refereeing in this league? Absolute joke. Every single game, they make a game-changing wrong call. And I, th- I sent you the link. I don't know if you saw it. I think he was referring to the, the penalty call. Yeah. It looked like a penalty to me, though. Well, uh, there's definitely I, been honestly, I, I looked at it over and over again, and it's a difficult one for the referee because of his angle. Uh-huh. So he's not absolutely sure. Um, but if I was to review that on VAR, I would say that was he got enough of the ball for me that I would not have given a penalty. Okay. It, it, it comes around the side. He's, not, he's coming from behind. Yeah. It's a dangerous play, but he, if you – if you saw it, I don't think he takes the man first. I think he gets the ball and then the man. Yeah, it's a tough you know, one. You're you're right. Now, hear me out here. And we talk about the the referees in the CPL, right? That they're not good enough. They're not moving as quick as what the game's going. You got eight teams, right? You play four games a week. Spend the money. Go get four top quality referees. Put them on full time salary. And let them manage the game. And then the Canadian referees can work alongside them and start learning their trade as an apprenticeship. 
just like we all do. Because you can't ask a guy that's coached League One amateur football, oh, you're going to go coach, uh, are you going to go referee right now? Uh, a professional league. You've got to earn your right. You've got you to build it up a little bit. So spend the money. Go get four top referees who are going to ref every single week who are quality, who've been, been there, seen it, done it. Lift the standard who can compete, who can manage the games and then start educating these young Canadian referees that are starting to up and come. That's the only way you're going to prove it. Good point. Well, mm-hmm. you're we'll, right. Uh, it's a good point. Interesting. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, we'll make sure that Joao Morelli gets tagged when we put this clip online. I think it's a good, good point, point though. I think I never thought about that before. We, we bring in European coaches and players and it raises the level of, um, you know, whatever yeah. league it is in the world, right? Get Why not them. officials too? What the hell is well, the Leisure Cleaner doing? In referee, they bring in referees to do, you know, directors to overlook yeah. them and talk to them. But eventually, Jimmy, you, you got to throw them in to the deep end. So why don't you, you know, it's a developing league. Have them have a good referee like CONCACAF have just hired a, I can't remember his name, top really good referee, former referee to improve CONCACAF refereeing. But at the end of the day, you, CONCACAF referees are. Okay, so here's one for you, Craig, right? As a club now, you get to Champions League and you make you start making good money, you start generating money now, right? But if you've got an amateur referee that has made some bad mistakes in games and cost you a few points that you don't get into that Champions League, you've lost money as a club. So you can't afford to do that. And now you're going to get two spots soon where these teams want to get in Champions League football to make money. So for me, get four referees, pay them full time, and then they start working and talking with the other referees, make them, make them assistance first, and then bring them into games and gradually start bringing them into it. What referees but, are you going to get? Where are you going to get them? Where are you going to get these top referees? Take some from Europe that are in top leagues over there and say, hey, listen, we're going to give you 150 grand a year. Come manage this league. Please, good for more than any uh, player or whatever it is. What's that? That's more than any player in CPL. Well, whatever it is, I'm just throwing a number out, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing a number you. out because that's why it's not happening. Because experienced players, do they not help younger younger players? Of course, right? They teach them the ropes. They show them. I, I talked about Craig and Pesci. You know, they they were they were mentors. I learned off of them. I learned the way they train, the way they play. In my club football days, I learned off the older guys, experienced players. I learned my trade. So who do these referees learn their trade from? They don't. Well, because a, a guy comes over and says, hey, you should do this, and we're going to go look at a video, and you could do this better, you could do that better. No. Bring the top referees in, or whatever, not top referees, but referees that are experienced at the professional level, and say, manage it, but at the same time, you're going to help our Canadian referees. I don't think I it's as easy as that because let's say you bring what? in you bring say you get the a hold of the top CONCACAF referees let's say mm-hmm. well fuck me they got the problem of their own so what makes them any better okay well then if you've got that problem <laughs> with them then don't bring them in go get ones that, that can do a job not some Belgian guys <laughs> yeah. oh, there's no winning as a referee it's a, the worst. The worst. No, but come on, you you guys know some some of those referees in that CPL. It's they're way in over their head, 
way in over their head. They have no idea what's going on. They don't understand the physicality of the game. They don't, they don't see it. They don't read it. They can't keep up with the play. And don't get me wrong. There is some good referees that are in the league, some very good referees. But there's got to be a standard. It's got to be It's got to be level. It's got to be the exact same week in and week out. And it can't fluctuate the way that it does right now. With well, MLS, MLS do, right? Howard Webb, right? And yeah. Peter Walton have both worked in an MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Clattenburg go to the Emirates for a lot of money. Right. Yeah. The trouble is, is what will lure these guys over here? You know, I know it's a nice standard of living. It's Canada. It's lovely, but they're coming from nice countries too. If they're in Europe, most of them, right? So, yeah, and who yeah. wants to fly five hours here, five hours here? And who's paying for them as well? I mean, I, I like the idea. I like it a lot, but I just well, the league, who, the, the league's got to. Who do revenue share? I mean, put it together. You say a buck fifty, but I mean, who, no, I'm just uh, that, hey. When I say buck fifty, <laughs> I'll do it. It's hypothetical, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I'm just throwing a number out there. I like the I like the idea. Just who would pay for it? That's the thing. I mean, would the league pay for it? How can they afford it? It's not like they're rolling in money right now. Not a chance. You know? No, but if, you, if do you want the do you want the game? Do you want the referees to go with the game? Grow with the game? No, I know. Because you, it, no, it's getting right, better. Right. It's getting faster. It's mm-hmm. about the Benjamins. There you need to any. figure it out. Because you can't have referees being the center of attention. And if every single game, and this is the best, right? This is the best. When, when the press come up and, they, and the number of times they say it in a CPL game, what did you think about the referee? The minute that question comes out, you know there's a problem about the referee. Because if the press are asking you about the referees, then clearly they're the center of attention. And good referees are never the center of attention. Sandberg loved being the center of attention, though. <laughs> and he's gone to Saudi Arabia, not the Emirates, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if he loved it, but he was great at being a referee. He was very good. You talk about apprenticeship and mentorship and all that, and I agree with you. I mean, I learned everything I know from Sharma, which is why I'm so good at managing the clock and pronouncing names. <laughs> yeah, was it an hour and 15 minutes in? <laughs> an hour and 15 minutes. Exactly, yeah. Was this, was this another episode that was supposed to be 45 minutes? 30. Was I didn't say that, though. Notice that I don't make promises I know I can't keep. Not hour to you guys, 15. anyway. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do to the dog all the time. We'll go for a big walk. Rush it. Quick, quick walk. <laughs> Always. Um, I had some other continental notes I wanted to get to. The hell with it. Except uh, Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga. Uh, Thomas Müller won his 11th Bundesliga. He's the first man ever to win 11. I asked the question, how many trophies Messi's won? I don't know what the hell was the answer. 38. How many trophies has Alfonso Davies won now? This, this, another Four. Bundesliga. I'm going to say f- no, trophies. Cups. Trophies. Total? So the Club World Cup counts here, guys. Oh, okay. I'll Six. say he's, he's got uh, 13 trophies now, maybe 12. Jimmy? I'm going to go 13. Ooh, well, I reacted because the double digits, I'm, I'm surprised he got there. It's 11. Ah! Still impressive. 11. Mm-hmm. Quite impressive for I was going to say 11. Mm-hmm. You can't count those Super Cups. You just can't. So that's, just it's a medal. Just because Wikipedia does doesn't mean that we have to. <laughs> Did you see any of the celebrations after? You know, they celebrate the beer with are amazing. Yeah, that's how you do it, right? It's, it's proper. Uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger was on TV, and it was he was speaking English, so, so it was I don't not sure where, but it was English TV. And uh, Thomas Müller ran over and drenched him with a sign. <laughs> he got he got him so good, and he just said too, because they're like, "Aren't you worried we're pitch side?" And he said, "No." He's like, "I had a conversation, and I told Müller he was getting it if he got it." And sure enough, like seconds after that, here comes Müller and just doused him. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Okay, guys. Well, hell of a show. Um, 
This week for the interview, we've got Alex Depati, Olympian. That'll be a good one. I'm confident it'll be a good one. Maybe we'll ask him if uh, Olympic medals matter in soccer. Someone with uh, some experience of how much medals matter, whether his, you know, his world championships and all of the awards, do we class that? Oh, Wikipedia counted it, but it it doesn't matter to the rest of us. See if we (laughs) apply the same adage to what he's done uh, off the diving board. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you dove into the show and you stuck with us for an hour and 20 minutes because, uh, yeah, you're right. It should have been 45 minutes, Jimmy. Um, To quote James Charman, my mentor and uh, friend and apprentice, cheers to this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.